Hey everybody, this is uh, episode 52, Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, sitting right next to me as always is my pal DeQuincy. Hey guys. And we are on the road, the fast road to fast lane <laughs> to WrestleMania. Wow, that couldn't be any more convoluted, could it? Right. Uh, this should be our last wrestling discussion until WrestleMania, so... Um, I know you guys are like wrestling again. Right. Off. But you know what? We're a happy click, so thanks. Thanks, as always. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's we're a couple of days away from the Fastlane pay per view, which uh, I guess for our audience is a new pay per view. It's a new WWE pay per view replacing uh, the Elimination Chamber pay per view. And we try to tell people why we no longer have the Elimination Chamber. Uh, from what I've heard on, other, on another podcast, um, Stephanie McMahon had said that uh, because most of these new arenas um, where they, you know, uh, where they have shows, um, a lot of these places are are installing those large LED screens right over the the court or the rink or wherever. Uh, like for a bat, like a basketball arena, for instance, like the Rockets' big jumbotron that they have right now, right? And so the uh, the chamber itself is just too big to fit uh, to fit in there with with these large overhanging um, monitors, I guess, big screens, essentially. The Elimination Chamber and Craig Biggio's goodbye banner—two things that are way too big to fit <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> so we, um, so we're. Not going to have an elimination chamber, at least for the, for the time being. Hopefully, they'll bring it back sometime, yeah. sometime down the line. Because I think it's a good, I think it's a pretty fun uh, match. match. Yeah, definitely. Um, and really, logistically, it's you know they can't. You know, the only way you could do it is if like every match was an elimination chamber match, and that would get dull right away. Uh, but they just can't. They can't hang it above. Or they can't suspend it above the ring uh, for the whole show because of those screens. Uh, so we have Fastlane, Fastlane pay-per-view. Um, terrible, terrible name. name. <laughs> Let's just get We're that agreeing, agreeing with that. Terrible name. I know what they're going for. It's supposed to be the Fastlane to uh, WrestleMania. On the road to On WrestleMania. The, God, it's like they, they couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, man, it really sounds lame. It sounds like... Uh, that's not even something WCW would do. You sure? Uh, absolutely. They bash great, at the Beach. Bash at the Beach. The Great American Bash. Starcade. Those are great pay-per-view names. Why didn't they, why why they just bring those names back? I mean, they own the WWC logo and all their names. Why can't they bring back, you know, Starcade or Bash at the Beach or something like that? Uh, they're too sensitive and ego-driven. They want to, you know, it's just like... Um, Having you know, signing guys on from the indies and having them change their names. You know, it's just they want to, they want to set you know set the precedent. Precedent. Uh, they want to you know make the, leave their mark with whatever it is, and they don't want to. Uh, I guess they just don't want the remnants of WCW lingering. Um, they don't, but they're showing the Monday Night Wars right. to show and, how great they were that they won. And the, the, one of the main attractions of this Fastlane pay-per-view is uh, the face-to-face confrontation between Triple H and Sting of WCW lore. You mean Sting and terrorizing? <laughs> right. <laughs> God, that's just so 90s. For those of you not in the know, that was Triple H's uh, character name when he was in WCW over 20 years ago. Thankfully, he got out and, <laughs> and uh, dropped that. Thankfully, for his career, he got out. Good look. Yeah. God. Guy would not be the same with that name. No. He wouldn't be in wrestling anymore. Still, <laughs> after 20 years. Um, but as of now, there's, what, five matches um, that are being advertised? We're recording this the night before SmackDown airs, and I, I typically don't read SmackDown spoilers. I don't think DeQuincy does either. Nope. Uh, I don't even think DeQuincy watches SmackDown. Hell <laughs> no. Sorry, SmackDown. For the most got better things to do. Um, do you want to read some SmackDown spoilers while we're on the air? I can look them up. Oh, you can. I'd rather right. not. But um, well, I just want to see if there was another match that um, gets named. Right, because. Uh, after Monday, you know, we have five, uh, there were five total, I guess, that were advertised. Uh, you're looking at the Tag Team t- Championship, 
between the Usos and whatever they're called, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Uh, you've got what are they masters of the universe. Well, that was I. I he man. That was something I saw on the internet that they were trying to go with that name, but no, it hasn't caught on. It hasn't caught on on television or anywhere. Oh. I think it might be one of those underground internet wrestling, you know, community nerd things <laughs> or whatever. Which I, although I love the name, I would love if they became Masters of the Universe. Um, you can't call yourself that without winning the title first, right? And uh, go, hey, going back to Raw, how about uh, how about the the possible reuniting reuniting of uh, primetime players? Yes, Darren Young is back. Great to see him in the ring. Good to see him in the ring, and has uh, a huge knee brace on. Yeah, and good to see Titus O'Neil showing back up, getting back into the mix. Um, you know, as much as I was glad that they broke him up initially, because I thought, cool, Titus O'Neil's going to get a, a, a push, push that went nowhere. Didn't happen. He wound up teaming with all these other people. Um, it's good to see him back with Darren Young because those guys were legitimate threats to the tag titles when they were together, just before they broke up. Uh, so hopefully they can get back in the picture. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they continued to feud with the Ascension. That's who they were, you know, they were battling on Monday on Monday Night Raw. So. Um, that's always a possibility to add to Fastlane, but it's kind of short notice. That kind of stuff. I have a joke, but it's kind of a spoiler for SmackDown. Okay. So apparently on SmackDown, the Ascension defeat Big E and Xavier Woods. So apparently the Ascension is just going from black uh, couple to black couple fighting. Oh, it's man. it's Rusev all over again. Oh, man. Rusev all over again. When will they learn? Never. Never. Um... <laughs> uh, so that's good for the tag division. It's good to have a, a you know a pretty strong tag tag team in uh, in primetime players if they you know so choose to get back together. Or, so what, yeah, uh, and plus the WWE needs tag teams. Absolutely, it felt like we a year or two ago we had this renaissance of tag teams coming out the woodwork, and now they've all gone. It feels like. We said before, every tag team matches the Usos versus Miz and Mizdow. Right, and three of the ta- current tag teams right now are basically just guys that were put together. Mm-hmm. Miz and Mizdow were just paired together. Um, I gotta say, the uh, what are they called? The New Day was. The New Day? It's like, we don't know what to do with these athletic black guys. Let's just throw them together and see what happens. <laughs> That's not me being sarcastic. That's why I feel like they really thought. Nah, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of what their track record is anyways. Um, you've got, as good as they've been, as much as I like them, Kid and Cesaro, they just put those two together because they needed to put those two doing something. Didn't they team in like either NXT or the Indies? I don't believe they did. Uh, okay. Yeah, they did. Uh, My misinformation. Yeah, so they just kind of put those... misremembered, as Roger Clemens would say. <laughs> right. Kind of put those two guys together. Um... Uh, and who else did they just kind of throw together? Well, for a while it was it was Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater. Slater, which never made any kind of sense. Yeah. Well, because their names, their nicknames could rhyme: Slater and the Gator. Um, but that's it. I mean, so it's good to see. It's it'll be good to if they to see them feud with the Ascension. I feel like someone up in the county is like, whoa. They just like look at the spreadsheet, like, "Whoa, he's still getting paid." Right. We gotta have him do something. Well, no, because who was it that they kept on the payroll for eight years and he never worked? Oh, um, JTG. JTG. <laughs> so I, I don't think accounting is unless they've overhauled accounting. Um, I, I don't. I don't see them uh, learning from that mistake, at least, or from that error of just keeping them, you know, on the shelf and still paying it. Going to help. Um, but yeah, I think it'll. I think those two guys reuniting will help revitalize the tag team, uh, and they can go either way. They they can go heel or face. I think. Are we talking about them? Primetime players. Oh, I think they'd be better heel. Right, but for right now, you know, I think it'll work for them, especially if they're feuding with the Ascension, who everybody hates, anyways. Um, 
And then, you know, down the line, they can definitely go with you. The Ascension, Road Warriors, the Jace. Pretty much. Copyright TP. Yes. Copyright Rick Rosenberg. <laughs> we are not getting sued today. Oh, yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. But as for the tag team match, the tag team title match that we have scheduled, Usos versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, I've liked the feud. Um, they've kind of played it off the wives of two of the members. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Uso and Tyson Kidd, you know, their wives are kind of caught in between the feud, uh, and which is resulting in tension building between Naomi and Natalia. Uh, but we still haven't seen Natalia go full heel, which I've been calling for for a long time. I think for her to go heel and be the abusive one in that relationship, because that's what I've been calling for. I th- I think it's just a reverse Macho Man Miss Elizabeth. That's what I'm calling for. But I think it should just be something where they're both. They just both don't like anybody. They just uh-huh. are out to get everybody, uh, and they've got you know their partner in Cesaro to help them along the way. Um. So the the feud is is building. It's been a good, pretty pretty decent build. About as good as it's been for any kind of tag team for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And we're in the position where Kid and Cesaro are capable of putting on great matches with just about anybody. Um, they have the athleticism, they have the skill, the strength, um, everything uh, to to put on a good match with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've liked about this feud more so than it did the Usos versus the Miz and Miz now. You know, just because we, Kid and Cesaro are very very capable of putting on great and matches. It was- we were overseeing the Miz and Miz that'll take on the Usos after we saw it for the 654th time in two months. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they've kind of split these guys up in, into singles matches, which you know, leads to, you know, which ultimately leads to the tag match. Yeah. Uh, so who, who do you have in this match? Um, I'm staying with the Usos. Stay with the champ till they get beat. I'm staying with the Usos. Until I think they dropped the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's that's the best way to do it. It's kind of hard to see any titles changing right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's one that might change that I could see changing. Uh, but right now, I think the tag champs, uh, the current tag champs, retain the titles, uh, and maybe these guys continue feuding into us, you know, on into WrestleMania. Um, but right now, I've, I've got the, uh, the Usos winning that match as well. Pick whatever match you will go to next. Uh, let's go with the let's go with the Divas match. Okay. I, okay, I'm just gonna say this right here. I hate the storyline because it's like the two Bella the Bella twins picking on Paige. Right. And I watched this and like, okay, they steal their clothes. They spray with with um, what was it spray tan? Yeah. They're just picking on. I'm like, you can't have this where you have, you can't live in this world where, on TV, you're showing these two mean girls picking on this chick, and then you know you have these girls go out to uh, elementary school, tell them be a star, don't bully, be nice to each other. It's like you can you say that to them, but then they turn the TV and they see the Bella Twins beating up on Paige. It's like, and that's you know that's that's a huge problem. I don't understand why. The WWE has it where the women have to be cover your ears, you prove people, but just bitches to one another. It's like they can't write a decent storyline without these two women just be catty and bitchy towards one another. Yeah, I mean it should strictly be about the title, mm-hmm. um, as all matches, as all titles. Like you would never be. see this going on between um, Reigns and Brian, where you know Brian goes there and steals Reigns' clothes. And, they, and here's the thing that th- that feud is the most should have been the most likely to have some sort of well uh, do you really think that this little run to Daniel Bryan could ever beat you know an Adonis like me Roman Reigns mm-hmm. a huge dude you know that that's the most you know lot like not obvious logical but the most obvious choice for that kind of bullying storyline and they didn't even they have not gone with that um with the divas, it's just it's weird that they they keep going this route with these with these women. Um, it's like the same thing over and over again. You're gonna pick on her. The champion's gonna pick on the um, 
whoever the challenger is, belittle them, make them feel like dirt, and squash them underneath their heels, and then, you know, WrestleMania or Survivor Series, then all of a sudden the underdog will win and become champion yeah. and rinse them repeat over and over again. It's like we can't, don't get decent storylines, and that that really hurts the Divas um, competition, and I really feel like it hurts little girls who watch this show and want to become Divas. And yeah, I mean, Especially if you're like 13, 14, or even like around your sister age, age, and you feel like, well, I've seen this happen for five years. Why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. And even little kids, I mean, even little kids, it's like, you know, they want to emphasize so much that to the, I guess, to the adults or whoever, the people that really complain about the storylines on the internet. Every man above the age of like 18. Right. You know, they want to, you know, reiterate to these people, yeah, these are just characters we're playing. Um, but kids don't see that. Right. And, you like, know. Like, kids don't understand there's, you know, Brie Bella, the wrestler, who was a heel right now, and Brie Bella, the person off camera, who's a nice person. Kids don't understand that split. They right. know what they see on TV of her being, like I said, a bitch and picking on um, Paige. Paige. And then they go and do that in school because that's what they see. Yeah, it's... It's, a, it's really weird that they just don't let them fight. For, you know, just... And it's hard enough being a girl as it is. That's right. Girl power all up in here. Sing it, soul sister. Yeah, we're, we're with you, women. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... I, I don't get it sometimes. Um... Considering how good that de- that these, group, these women are also talented, like you don't need these crappy storylines. Just let them go out there and wrestle for 10, 15 minutes. Because they have the strength, they have the physical beauty, the physical ability to go out there and put on the show. And you put on these these stunts that just kills it. It kills it and makes people want to go to the bathroom during the show. You know, look. That doesn't happen on NXT, man. I, I've been watching those NXT women's matches. And you've been pushing NXT on me for a while now. And I can't... Re- I mean, it's only 500 seats in there, but I don't recall seeing dudes or anybody get up during the women's match. Question for like, Because I've read, um, you know, uh, Dave Shoemaker's excellent article talking about how Triple H wants to take the NXT experience on the road. Mm-hmm. Do you think... If it goes on a road, they'll make it more WWE-ish? Uh, or will they keep what the NXT is? No, they'll keep what NXT is because they the goal the goal there is to get more exposure to these guys. Mm-hmm. They want to get them you know, in front of uh, a Midwest crowd or in front of a West Coast crowd um, with hopes of these people wanting to subscribe to the network if they haven't already. Uh, to catch these these performers every week, um, considering it's only an hour long every week, uh, considering they do put on really good matches mm-hmm. each time each time out, uh, and knowing that these are are people that are still in train that are still being groomed, they're not you know they're they're obviously not main roster performers yet, uh, but once they get there, these are guys that are these are guys and, and gals that are going to really make an impact. And that'll help their following. So when they do get to the main roster, they'll get even big. They'll get really big pops. Mm-hmm. Um, look at Emma when she made her debut. I, I don't think too many people got really excited about that. Well, it's the same thing with Adam Rose. I mean, you you have a gimmick in the NXT that may work because you're it's a small crowd. But when you go out there in front of twenty five, thirty, forty thousand people, this doesn't work. You get lost in it. Yeah, you get the, drowned in the it. The Rosebud thing doesn't work. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't, you know, baseball terms, sent Adam Rose down to figure things out. Yeah, they just sent Emma. Because, you know, he, he if he's a, if he was a uh, starting shortstop, he's hitting like 195 with 20 errors in 14 games. He, it's time for him to go down. Jonathan um, BR. Twice. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's 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 really tough, and uh, but I think taking them out onto the road is going to get them the exposure they need to, uh, you know, to really get them ready for when they do make the main roster, and hopefully that'll encourage the writing staff to to keep their storylines 
similar, simple when they get to the main roster. Uh, not these pseudo-complex storylines that don't make any sense. And also understand that when you bring in a character up from NXT, when he starts, he's not he or she is not a finished product. By no means, yeah. And you give them time to to progress, and sometimes you got to send them back down to work on mic skills or in the ring work, and then bring them back up. But you know, everybody who comes up is not The Rock, it's not Stone Cold, it's not Triple H. It's going to take them a while to get their feet wet and understand how the business works. Well, The Rock wasn't even The Rock. Exactly. He, you know, die, Rocky, die. Right. He, you know, you go back twenty years ago, so. You gotta give these guys a chance to find out who they are, mm-hmm. because, like we said, it's baseball analogy. You bring a guy up from AAA, he might hit one eighty. You send him back down, you bring him back up. You don't just shame him for not being ready, or not being perfect, or not being what you thought he was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And Paige is Paige was ready when they brought yes. her up. Um, they just they to, just had to end our tangent. <laughs> yeah, they just well bringing it back. They just haven't broken that. They never broke the mold of, of you know, what they've done for the past 10 years. Um, they keep saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it's pretty, broke. Yeah, and it's, it's in desperate need of fixing. Mm-hmm. Um, and women like Paige, uh, like even Nikki Bella, who's, like I've said for, you know, past few months, has improved. Isn't Still isn't great, but has improved mm-hmm. as a performer. Um Women like Alicia Fox, who are athletic, uh, and, and Naomi, who's athletic. You know, women that are on the main roster. And then when you infuse, when you add, add to that like roster. two weeks, Alicia Fox is like the most interesting diva. Absolutely. With her crazy tantrums. And now, where is she now? She's jobbing out somewhat, a couple of times here and there. Um, and trying to be this... You think for th- in three hours, they could find, 50, they could find you know, two 15-minute diva matches. Yeah, it's 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 rough, man. It's rough if we, with those three hours. And you know what? If if there were more matches like that, it would I, be so bad. And I wouldn't fall asleep, you know, <laughs> midway through Raw on a Monday night. No matter how tired I'm, I think you know it's a matter of keeping you entertained with good matches, not just stupid gimmick promos and you know really long commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, Why are we stuff? Do you think Raw ever goes back to two hours? No. Damn, that was quick. No, no, no. Um, it's too much money involved. That's an extra hour of advertising they get. I guess as long as uh, USA isn't complaining. Yeah. Um, so back to the match. Who you got, Bella, Nikki Bella, or Paige? Uh, I, I see Nikki Bella. Or, yeah, Nikki Bella retaining. Um, I God, this got to be one title change. I think I'm going with Paige. Possibly, yeah. I mean, um, Nikki Bella's held it for a couple of months now, um, but I think it's going to be... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but sure. I think Brie, uh, I was going to say turn heel, but turn face on her sister. And it would come out of nowhere, really. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Like, they haven't really... They, last WrestleMania, um, what was it, Nikki turned on Brie? Again, when they're matching against Stephanie McMahon. No, it's a SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam? Yeah. Okay, SummerSlam. My apologies. And, like, Nikki, Nikki, no, Brie became Nikki's, like, servant, slave, whatever, after she lost the match. And then they just became friendly heels again. It's like. Well, that's just bad booking. That's just. That's like, like, it just. The story just just stopped. That's just, oh, we're going to. We're going to do this now. And that's about it without any explanation. Mm -hmm. It's, It's. just really bad booking. Like um, how two years ago, everybody walked out of Triple H, and now they're too afraid to do anything about their about them. That's a ridiculous storytelling. But anyway, all right, I got Paige, you got Bella. Let's move on to the next match. Uh, let's look at the Intercontinental title match. Yeah, I think this is the one I'm most excited about. This is the one I'm definitely most excited about um, because I really like both performers. I like Dean Ambrose. The challenger, and I really like Bad News Barrett, the champion. There is no more Bad News Barrett stock because I bought it all. <laughs> like, like it was Microsoft. I just went out and purchased all of it. I am so high on this guy. This, if he hadn't have broke his arm twice, 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 it seems like he would have been world champion. Yeah. 
and his current run as IC title or IC champion mm-hmm. uh, has been pretty lackluster because he's lost ma- non-title matches to Ambrose to Sin Cara. That's the one thing we complained about this with Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I mean, now the Intercontinental Champion is the second most important champion championship. You shouldn't be losing these matches to. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? I don't mean want to be mean, but basically sub talent, uh, non ranked contenders, yeah. or you know the the next in line to for the title. And you know, to Ambrose's credit, he's he's put himself in that position. They put him in that position um, by winning that non title match um, a couple weeks ago on Raw. But Ambrose was the U.S. champion, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I like this progression of him chasing the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. I think this is what you're supposed to do. I think bring some prestige to the damn title. Not just that, but if you're still an up and comer, mm-hmm. no matter how popular you are, you've got to chase after the after something. You've got to, you know, you can't just end. You just can't keep feuding with the same two guys over and, and over. And you can't again. just go from zero to the WWE title. And let's be honest, right now. Out of all the guys that are in the Shield, he's in third place. Yeah. Rollins has the Money in the Bank uh, title, and he's the top heel right now. Oh, my. And Roman Reigns, you know, won the World Rumbles on the fast track to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And Dean Ambrose is just shuffling the wind behind his two Shield brothers. Pretty, pretty Former rough Shield feud. brothers. Yeah. Pretty rough feud with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Didn't really do much for either of those guys. Um,. Didn't really go anywhere. Uh, uh, who won that feud? Well, Wyatt did. It was a title fight. Who won that feud? But I gotta give it to Wyatt on the scorecard. 10-9. He had some pretty good ones, but it really it, those didn't really matter. That feud didn't matter. And that's a feud that two future guys that in a year could be a, a, a great feud, especially if there's a title at stake. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I like the idea of Ambrose going for the Intercontinental title. Um, for me, it's just another step closer for that guy to make your way up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just really good performers. Yes. Barrett and, and Ambrose. Uh, the only knock I have against Barrett is his finisher. The elbow. The elbow is so ridiculous. It should be a setup to the Wasteland. I love the Wasteland. It's one of my favorite finishers. Uh, and then he's got waistline, he's got winds of change, he's got the bull hammer. Which one is winds of change? It's like a spinning sidewalk slam. Oh, okay. okay. Or, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. But still, the bull hammer elbow is, it's a nice move. It should be one of those, what's it? like Randy Orton has his uh, drop DDT. Mm-hmm. Should give a nice reaction from the crowd and get a one-two and then a, you know, kick out at right before three. But his finisher should be Wasteland. It was so... I don't know why the change to this quote-unquote bare-knuckle boxing idea they had. Yeah. When he came back last year. Yeah, I mean... Wasteland. Finish it, knock out, one, two, three, go home with the belt. Looks on. good and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has to set himself up with... By turning his... his taking it off. Is basically taking it off and switching over. Yeah. Uh, which is just weird. But... Um, and you've already got a finisher like that, essentially, with Daniel Bryan, with the running knee. Yeah. But if we're going to talk about weird moves, we got to talk about Ambrose's, you know, getting knocked out, go in between the two ropes and come back with the clothesline from hell. They never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> they never see it it's coming. It's like John Cena's five knuckle show. I like, how do you not see that? You put it on the ropes, he disappears and then comes back. You should know this. And here's the thing. It's one of my favorite moves. <laughs> I know. I love it, but even I'm like, come on, dude! You've got to see where that's coming, where he's going with that. I think I've seen it reverse like one time by Bray Wyatt, and that's it. It happened on Monday against Luke Harper. Yeah. That was the first. Time oh yeah, Luke, I'm sorry, it was Harper. Yeah, that was it. Every other, everybody else has gotten knocked out <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I do like him bringing back the DDT as a finisher. I don't know. It seems kind of lackluster to me. Yeah, but I, like, I, just, I feel like the DET was a great finisher back in the fifties and sixties. Now the we have the eighties. Yeah. Now we have so many more complex moves. Maybe he should have a submission for his finisher move. 
crossface. He seems like the kind of guy that would do like put a, you in submission, and you know his crazy ass just wouldn't let you go even after the bell. He, I would love him to have the crippler crossface. Uh, just the crossface, cross whatever. That doesn't exist. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it is not gonna exist. Right. WWE's <laughs> not gonna let that happen. Hold up. Um, I, I like the idea of a, uh, of a submission mm-hmm. hold for for Ambrose. I like, but I, you know, I do like Dirty Deeds. I like the the DDT. They they turned him around essentially because the Dirty Deeds used to be like a, a front front headlock, and then he would fall down for it into a, like a bulldog slam. Thank you. I I swear to face God. driver. I was like, he's Dirty Deeds. That's not how he used to do it, right? So yeah. okay, I'm right. Not drunk again, am I? Right. Not this time. Not this time. Um, whoa, where does White Wing come from? <laughs> right. Still sitting in your car. No, I drank it the other night. Oh, okay. It finally, it finally yeah. got consumed. Good. So, uh, where do you, I mean, how do you see this one going? This is, for me, this is the one match I see that the title could change. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the title changed, but I'm still going with bad news. It's tough to pick against either one of them, yeah. um, but I'll go with with Dean Ambrose in this one. Uh, I was gonna say upset special, but it's not really an upset. Um, so which one you want to finish with? I mean, next one. Sorry, let's go Cena and Rusev. I was completely surprised when I saw this when Cena came out and challenged him from the U.S. title. I was. Yeah, I had no idea they were going to do that. I thought it was just going to be another grudge match that they've been throwing this guy into. But uh, this is good because I remember we we talked about the titles um, about how they need to show the importance of the Intercontinental U.S. title, and we both felt like guys like John Cena and Randy Orton wouldn't go down mm-hmm. to compete for that. And boy, Here we, we are. <laughs> there, there he is competing for the United States title ten years later. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know because that's and that's what makes it so difficult to imagine him winning right now. Like if this was WrestleMania, I would say John Cena, no doubt wins. But at because he doesn't, Fastlane, he doesn't need the title. He doesn't need the title. Uh, he doesn't need to beat Rusev right now. He doesn't. Rusev doesn't need the loss. And to an extent, Rusev doesn't even need the title either because he hardly defends it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's. It's kind of, kind of pointless. Him care. I mean, he's got the title. He's supposed to be anti-American. Damn, Kami. And he doesn't belittle the title. Mm-hmm. Like he carries it like a champ. I mean, look. I'm not. It sounds stupid that I'm complaining that a champion carries the title like a champion should. But this, you know, for a guy who can't stand America, um, he should have took the U.S. Ti- the United States title. And like brought out one day and make it the Russian title. Yeah, with Russia on top of it. Yeah, I mean he he carries it around. I mean you're gonna go heel, go all heel, totally, and you know just completely put the lineage down. Um, but he doesn't even go there. He's just like, hey, I've got the title. That's about it. I still thought you were gonna have a Russian accent. No, no, can't do Russian. Not tonight. Neither can I. There are no such thing as black Russians. <laughs> I thought I think that's a drink, but I'm not sure. But anyway, to continue, jeez, um, I really don't feel like much to say about this match. Yeah, um, you know, like Cena versus. I like. I'm gonna like watching those guys in the mm-hmm. ring tear each other up. Uh, this is gonna be a brawl. Yeah, but it's like the the motivation behind the feud is just kind of. Blackluster, you know, you know they, they bumped heads. <laughs> oh and, no, you interrupted me during my promo. After a pay per view, yeah. <laughs> on a post show, um, you know, there's no, and you know, I, I'm glad that this isn't about patriotism and all that kind of stuff. I like the idea that it's just two guys who don't like each other, but it's just the way they got to not liking each other is just kind of quick. It was just very quick, like, oh, you bump me, I bump you. I don't like you. I don't like you. That's how war started. <laughs> Hey, boom! You want some of me? I do not. Uh, Wait. No, I do. <laughs> I'm about to say, get your Rocky Four on, but was your also right one? That was. Oh yeah, score for me. 
Um, anything else? Do you want to pick a winner? I don't see Cena winning the title. Mm, same here. But I don't see Rusev beating Cena either. I hate to say it. I think it's going to be a false finish. It's going to be like a a uh, some sort of disqualification or count out or something. Rusev um, hits him with the title or something like that. Possibly. It's kind of weird. It seems like that's the only way John Cena loses. Right now, yeah. Well, except for... Uh, except against Lesnar. That's true. But... Yeah. I've gone with you. John Cena wins by disqualification. Because he does need the title and he does need the win. Um, yeah. His, his star isn't going to wane if he loses his match. No, no, it won't. Uh, but you know how it is with the higher ups they freak out if he's not winning enough change storylines that day if he's not winning enough yeah alright let's go on to the last schedule match uh, oh, sorry imagine this is the main event hmm oh this one yeah I would guess so Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan uh, number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at Wrestlemania say that five times fast um, I didn't even want to say it one time, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know, that's why I had to say it. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> wow. It's the most lackluster thing. <laughs> I don't know. They needed a big feud for this fast life interview. Um, this is a big one. It's a big feud. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, man. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a good test for Reigns against a guy who was. Clearly the better. I mean, it really is the better wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to force Reigns to, you know, to participate in a match for definitely longer than 10 minutes. Yeah, he won't be stuck in a corner just sucking air like he did in the Royal Rumble. Right, and he's not going to have just a big dude to, you know. Throw around and, be, and look impressive. Right. Like he did with the Big Show, Kane. Or even just... Um, Stand, you know, fight in the corner. I mean, this is these guys are going to brawl all over the place. Uh, they're going to, you know, Dan Bryan is very high energy. He's going to be jumping all over the place. Uh, it's going to be a good test for Reigns. And man, it's just this 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 feud has just been so confusing because it's like they haven't really set or they haven't really. Uh, they're really not behind either one of these guys in this match. Agreed. It's like they're waiting to see who the fans are going to cheer, cheer for. Cheer like for. they're waiting for the fans to decide who they should cheer for. Um, I thought that's the way they set up, but I think they have a plan in mind, and they're going to go forward with it, whether you know the fans like it or not. Yeah, and you know this all goes back to the Royal Rumble. This is all a response to the, the outrage that Daniel Bryan didn't win the Royal Rumble. Um, which you know more and more as as I look at it and I listen to other people talk about it it's like look he didn't get screwed out of a, a title shot this time around he got eliminated in the Royal Rumble it has it's not Roman Reigns fault um, yeah he never got his rematch after being stripped of the title but that's not something that you that's not something you need to win the Royal Rumble for. That's something you just go, you go to the to the authority. And it's not like he got stripped because the authority hated him. He got stripped because of an injury, a legitimate reason. Um, do you think fans would have been okay if Brian were eliminated, let's say, you know, towards the end of the Royal Rumble, towards the then instead of the middle where he was? Um. Now that I think about it, because at, at the time when, when it happened, I thought, no, there's no way they would they would accept it. They would storm that place. But I, I think more and more as I, as I look back, they might have been okay with it. Because it would have given them a better uh, a better sense that the better like a better sense that he was gonna win. Uh-huh. Like um, if the last four guys had been well Five, technically, because Rusev was outside taking a nap. But the guys inside the ring, it would have been Kane, Big Show, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the heels and the face, 
uh, go against the, guy, the good guys and they just fight and then you know Kane and Big Show go out Bryant and the process Roman Reigns throws them out I think the crowd would have accepted that more than what actually happened yeah I'm just throwing out scenarios I could be dead wrong Philadelphia hates everybody yeah Philadelphians hate Philadelphians so <laughs> that's true don't go to Philadelphia you'll get killed <laughs> K-I-L-T killed um it's just it's been really weird and then you don't know which direction they're going with Roman Reigns it's like is he is he going to turn heel or is he going to be a sympathetic baby face who's getting screwed out of this opportunity uh, I, I just don't think right now he can pull off baby face because I feel like the there's too many people that like Daniel Bryan I'm going to say the internet savvy wrestling fans just don't like the way that he's been forced down our throats. He's the Samoan Cena. Like that's not, it, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like if he goes babyface, he'll still be booed, so you might as well go heel. Yeah, but that's not his fault, though. That's not his fault that they're booking him in that position. And just like everybody's saying, if you were put in that position... You're not gonna say, "Hey, uh, no, I, I don't think it's gonna work right now. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm ready for that." I think that's if, true. If you're if you're young, most young guys are gonna jump at the at the bit. That's true. But for me, if it was me and I'm getting booed, I would go to the hire and say, "Hey, if they want me to be a bad guy, I'll be the best damn bad guy I can be, mm-hmm. and just go out there and say I'm gonna crush Daniel Bryan. I'm gonna win the title, and you all can deal with it and suck on it and go heal." That's how I. That's how I would do it. If I'm gonna get, like, wrestlers always say they want to get the the reaction. The worst reaction is no reaction. So if you're gonna get booed, go out there and get the biggest booed you can. Right, right. But go out there and say I'm the best. I'm gonna win a championship, and there's nothing that you internet smarks can do about it. Or you're just gonna sit there and type on your damn computers about how much I suck. Well, come suck this. Get in this ring if you think you bad. None of you internet geeks or that little runt, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. There's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, look um, at me. I'm the best in the business right now. But there's a couple of podcasts. There's a couple of other podcasts I listen to, um, and I absolutely agree with them that they're basically positioning Brock Lesnar to be the bigger, the biggest baby face of all, no matter who he fights at WrestleMania. Um, because there is rumors that they might go with the triple threat match again. Uh, I don't, man. And even with Daniel Bryan in that involved, Lesnar would still be the biggest babyface because they, they must be really. They must not have any idea because I read last week that they were going with um, Roman Reigns come hell or high water, and the fans were going to get over it. They weren't going to do the Daniel Bryan thing again, and that's what I'm hoping happens. I think that's again. I think you have to go that route because it stunts Reigns' growth yep. if you decide to insert this guy into into the match. It basically says the Royal Rumble is meaningless now. Like it's there's no merit, there's no reason to win the, the Royal Rumble because if the fans don't like it, we'll just take it away. We'll get we'll get our guy in there one way or another, um, and so it's really setting up. Lesnar to be the top guy because, you know, to quote these podcasts, Lesnar's a guy that people want to cheer for. Mm-hmm. You know, the only reason why you boo for him is because Paul Heyman is with him. But even that's hard to do because Paul Heyman's so good at what he does. Um, but it's like Lesnar, his history early on in the WWE, his freak freakish athletic ability that he displayed when he came on, burst onto the scene in the WWE, when he took his talents to the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, his popularity is immense. And it's, I think it's bigger than Daniel Bryan's. I think it's definitely bigger than Roman Reigns right now. Uh, he's just a guy that, uh, he's an aggressive beast of a, of a fighter that people want to cheer for. And it's hard to, it's hard not to to do so, and I think ultimately that's going to hurt Reigns and Brian, well, whoever they fight, because they didn't handle, they haven't set those guys up. They haven't, well, at least especially Reigns, they haven't set him up to be, you know, a top 
babyface, a top guy that fans can get behind. Um, they're just catapulting him and, and shoving him down people's throats. And that's not Rain's fault. That's that's the Riders. That's you know Vince's fault. I mean, giving him such a meteoric rise right after his injury, I know they wanted to do it. If he had never gotten hurt and had just been in the ring working on his in-ring skills, his mic skills, the entire time, I think this would be more... It'd be easier for people to understand. I think they would actually cheer for him because people were... Cheering like crazy last year during the Royal Rumble when he set the record for most eliminations. That's the guy they wanted to win. Yes. And now they can't stand the thought of them winning the Royal Rumble. Suffer and suck attached. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. He'll never, he'll never out. He'll never live that one down, will yep. Um. So I'm going to go with Roman Reigns in this match. Uh, I'm jumping on that bandwagon too. Because... That's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I'm tired of Daniel Bryan. Oh, I've been. T- I've never really been a big. I mean, I get the, the yes movement. I get why it's so popular. I get why he's so popular. I, he's without a doubt a great wrestler. There's no question about it. How dare you? The internet, the internet snarks are coming after you, man. Uh, bring it on, baby. But um, I'd be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> Send your application too. At DQ three two seven. Yeah, sure. There it is. <laughs> um, that's Twitter, folks. By the way, <laughs> we're on it. Can you believe it? Stop that. Uh, that's what needs to happen. But Brian, you know, Dan Bryant's just like, okay, you know, we get it. Last year, last year was was magical. That really was magical. Getting that crowd behind him. This year, it's now nah, we don't like that. We, we, this is what we want. You know, we want... Um, and you, I guess you could say that's what they did last year, but it just... It seems more like a continuation mm-hmm. of something... It's a continuation. It's like, it's like the sequel. It's like a sequel. Most sequels are pretty bad to great movies. Beverly Hills Cop 2 is not as good as Beverly Hills Cop. Another 48 hours, another example. Right. Um, and it seems like this is another how we jumped hours. to 80, to 80, 80 Murphy movies. <laughs> that was our <laughs> This is uh, Iron Man 2. I didn't think Iron Man 2 was anywhere near Iron Man. Um, it's, it's like Iron Man 2. It's like, okay... The Yes Movement of 2014 reached its crescendo. It it hit the peak that it needed, that was that it was designed to. Yep. It got him to the title match, and it got him the title. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate they lost the title. But his, his uh, inability to hold on to the title is not because of storyline authority or whatever. It's because he got hurt. And now the fans are forcing Daniel Bryan down... Everyone else's throats, and that's just as annoying. Yeah, as throat for forcing over here. Yeah, very much so, and that's just as annoying as WWE shoving John Cena or Roman Reigns down people's throats. Uh, it seems like it's a no-win situation for Roman Reigns at this point. Mm-hmm. But you're going to take the lesser of two evils for that guy. He's got to win. He's got to come out on top. He's got to win that match and continue on to headline WrestleMania. And they've got to keep Ryan out of the main event of WrestleMania. But then therein lies another problem. What do you do with either one of those guys? Should they not be in that main event? Rumors are Daniel Bryan, if he loses, he's going to have a match at WrestleMania with Ziggler. Which will definitely be awesome. It'll be a bit of work. Um... But that could be another situation, another rain situation where they clearly haven't pulled the trigger on either of these guys turning heel yet. So, how is the fa- how are the fans going to respond to Ziggler versus Brian face versus face? Um, and at this point, as great of a finish to 2014 Ziggler had, the beginning of 2000 his start to 2015 is pretty much. 
back to square one where he's always been. Not not exist existent as you can tell by his pay per view. He isn't even on it. Absolutely, um, and it would hurt Daniel Bryan. I think facing him uh, just based on how he's being handled right now, and it's a shame. That'd be an awesome match, though. Without a doubt, there's no doubt that's going to be a great match if that happens. Um, but I have that feeling they're going to somehow put they're they're going to force Daniel Bryan into that that triple into a th- triple threat match, mm-hmm. and it's just it's going to be pretty lame in I'm, my opinion. I'm going though. I just think just I think they go full steam ahead on the Roman Reigns both. I hope they do. That's that's my prediction. I think he wins a fast lane. And if they have to turn him heel, damn it, turn him heel. Hey, so you know what? So be it. I I completely agree. If I'm gonna be the bad guy, let me be the best damn bad guy I can be. Yeah. Um Oh, one thing I forgot about the Triple H confrontation with Sting. Yes, that might be the the biggest I think that is the biggest headline to uh, or the biggest draw to Fascinating. You know, the last remnants of WCW um, making his presence known in the WWE. Is this going to lead to something else later on down the line between the two? Probably. <laughs> you remember that fake billboard that they had on Times Square where they had Triple H for his theme for WrestleMania? That's happening. Oh, yeah. You can, you can take that to the bank. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I'm excited. I can't wait to see this confrontation, to see how they, you know, continue the build, continue the momentum towards WrestleMania. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I've always liked Sting. Um, And I can't wait to see him back in action, even if it is just for one more match or, you know, however many. Oh, speaking of back in action, let's talk about um, Sheamus. You've seen the promos for his return. Do you think he makes a return at Fastlane? Ooh, oh, I didn't think about Fastlane. I didn't think about when he would make his return. No, I don't, I don't know. And I got another guy that needs to make a return, too. Storm. Yes. For sure. Like you read my mind. Um, and here's the thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if they brought Orton back as a face and Sheamus as a heel. And, you know, they go off and do their, their own things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because as much as I like Orton as a, as a heel... Um, he's so good as a performer that I don't mind. I prefer him as a heel, but I really don't mind him. You know, I would just rather him be on television than not on television. Uh, to, you know, really, what it comes down to. And Sheamus, I'm tired of Sheamus. I want him to go heel. <laughs> he, he, we have the Samoan John Cena. Sheamus is the Irish John Cena when he's a face, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, and they were going to make Big E the Black John Cena for a while, weren't they? They got their John Cena's covered. Yeah, <laughs> all for the future. Apparently, um, Orton has been working house shows for a few weeks. Apparently, he's Plan B in case you know Taker doesn't come out for WrestleMania against Bray Wyatt. Uh, you saw that picture of Undertaker, right? I don't think I have. This one right here. No, I didn't see that one. He is literally knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he looks he looks rough. Um, he looks 50 going on 75. Man, I'm, I'm sad to say that I don't think he should wrestle anymore. I think he's done. Uh, he shouldn't. He really shouldn't. Um, he, he probably will. One last match. I'll show you this video. You know, people are asking, how come Undertaker and Sting, that we don't get that at WrestleMania? Well, Shoemaker on his column had two videos because them wrestling would, <laughs> the rest break would be somewhere between these two videos. So watch these two. Basically, old people fightings. Yeah. I mean, God, there'd be so many breaks in that. Bathroom breaks. Get spider tech. No, I'm talking like about just Walmart's breaks today. in them that they're going. Like, oh, they would have to like sit in the corner every five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this this wouldn't. This would be more interesting. This fight would to see. It looks like. Sometimes old people just got thrown out. Let's see what's going on with these these old timers talking to each other. 
What do you say? Are they old timer? And he's like, leave me alone. <laughs> I think we should have a link for this one, people who watch. <laughs> say the old timer. Uh oh. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay, swinging. Oh! Down goes <laughs> Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Call the match. Call the match. That's just not fair. That's a that's a fat little guy that he's beating up. Yeah, he just knocked down. <laughs> it, it proves my theory that old people, once they get over sixty, they no longer have any F's to give. They know that, that death is coming for them soon, so they do not care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, here's another one, dude. Wow, that guy has no shirt on. Yes. Where is his shirt? I don't know. Why, why is he not wearing a shirt? In the subway system. I have no... I don't know. He's drunk. Again, you think... Oh, I already told you an old 60-year-old man have no else to give. Drunk definitely have none. Look at them. Oh, this would be the Undertaker of Sting. Just like a lot of <laughs> grappling in the corner. It would be exactly like this. Just holding each other as the crowd gets uncomfortable with oh, every passing second. That. That's what oh, I mean. wow, wow, he's hitting it where it counts. He's going straight for the body there, Lou. That's what it would be like. You can't say that it wouldn't be that right there. Just two old men holding each other, pushing and stumbling over each yeah. other as well. Good lord, that's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Well, and isn't it was staying on I've never been. I've never been the, the thought of them fighting because their gimmicks were so similar never really intrigued me. I'm gonna break this pin out. It's like I was never excited, never been excited about seeing the crow sting face the dead man. It's just man. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the best way, but look, they're still going at it. <laughs> maybe you know if you'd put them in the ring ten years ago. Uh, I love that we live in a society that. When two old men start fighting and falling on stairs, we just videotape instead of making sure they don't, they don't, you know, have heart attacks and die simultaneously. Hey, just let them go. Let them go at it. Because you don't want that old man strength. Old man strength ain't nothing to f. It turned on to you, man. <laughs> um, In case you're wondering, you get old man strength as soon as you hit forty. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, you know, I've always been like, we don't necessarily need to see those two guys face each other. Because um, it would end up like this. Two guys just laying on top of each other, throwing half-hearted And especially punches. at this point in their lives and their careers, they, they would each need someone that's more athletic than them to carry that match. Uh, it would be really tough watching Sting and The Undertaker face each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and let's be honest, what do you know what Sting has left? Yeah, we both feel like Undertaker's over the hill. Sting may be under the hill. True, but you know he he'd been performing up until what two years ago when he was with TNA. Uh, not the greatest matches, of course, mind you, but uh, still performing, still uh, healthy, not broken down, and he's older than Undertaker, so that's a good sign. He is. He's fifty-five. Um, so I'm I'm intrigued by. A Triple H versus Sting match. Intrigued, you say? You gotta, yeah. You got to rub your chin when you say intrigued. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Stroke your intrigued. Tr- stroke your non-existent beard. And I'm definitely looking forward to their con- confrontation at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely... It's going to be tense. It's going to be exciting. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because it'll... We'll be one step closer to that final chapter of WCW. Uh, and the... You know the the one step closer to pretending like it never happened. Right. The takeover complete, really, mm-hmm. at this point. So, all right. Anything else? Uh, no, no, that's it. I feel like I had a question for you, and I won't remember until like the second we stop recording. Well, if, if you think about it, you can always hit me up on Twitter. Oh God, here we go. You know, uh, just an FYI, we are on Twitter. Yeah, but- Give them your your um, your name. Go ahead. I'm at Ant underscore Garcia two eight eight. The most difficult Twitter handle. Yeah, ever. I'm still working on it. I am at DQ three two seven and follow the main site at two eighty eight underscore. 
thank you as always for tuning in. Uh, hope you tune in to Vaseline. I know I will be. And uh, feel free to tweet us. Hey, stop doing wrestling. We're tired of it. Yeah. Well, it'll be a while before we do wrestling again. Yeah. So not until WrestleMania. Oh yeah. So thank you again as always. Thanks for all the support. Yes. Oh, and check us out on iTunes. We now have our on iTunes where you can subscribe, tell a friend. The easiest way to search us is um, type in two eighty eight. I think I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna just get a link so they can just click on that and subscribe. Make it simple for the people. And also, good. good news is by the next time you hear us, we'll be nice and crystal clear. We're getting a new microphone. Woo! It'll be nice. Is that a little Rick Fair? Somewhat. <laughs> All right, we're done. It's been um, a long day. Ash Wednesday. Haven't had any meat. Just want to go home and open up a hot pocket, but I can't do that for like another forty-five minutes, forty-three minutes, to be exact. Nice. That's like the drive home. All right, guys. As Anthony said, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. For Anthony, I'm De Quincy. Later, babies.